Well, we are in the end game, sir. And before we talk about the end, let's talk about the beginning. The very beginning. Almost more than 10 years, in fact. We're going to talk about the very first MCU film with old Tony Stark in Iron Man. How is this going to fare after all this time? After all these movies? Is it still that good? Find out on a very ACDC soundtrack ver <laughs> version of the review. Review. Box of scraps! <laughs> God damn it, you beat me to it. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I am Troy to the max extreme of scraps. <laughs> I'm uh I'm I'm Obi of scraps. Of scraps. <laughs> and we are being joined via the internet today by the one, the only Dinosaur Neil. Dinosaur Neil of, sc of scraps. Of scraps. <laughs> Dinosaur Neil of scraps. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it, how's it going? It's going very well, Neil. I'm glad you're back in the virtual studio once again. Yeah. With your ice <sighs> clanging on your screwdriver. <laughs> ah, yes, baby. That's good ASMR going over yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Mm, nice yeah. glass clinking. Glass clinking. On the ice. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he just licks his chops on a puke because I hate that sound. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we are starting at the very beginning. The end is the beginning, the beginning is the end. The Smashing Pumpkins said it best. <sighs> See yeah. what I did there? I don't yeah. even like the Smashing Pumpkins, but I know that. Well, it, was, it, it was shown pretty prominently in that Watchmen trailer, though. Boy, was it, JT. And do I know a lot about Watchmen? Let's just talk about Watchmen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We are going into the first Iron Man movie, what kicked off... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Before even Disney had its mouse grubbing hands all over the it. Small seedling <laughs> that has now blossomed into the giant sequoia. The juggernaut, if you will. Yes. I can say that now because they bought Fox. <laughs> okay, good. I was getting a little worried, worried you were going to get sued there. For a <laughs> but before we get into that, of course, you know we're going to get into some news. And boy, was that a treacherous minefield. <laughs> To look for news today. Yeah, I couldn't even <laughs> find a lot of news. I have some bits. Neil, did you come with any? Let me tell you about the Mueller report. Oh, oh my no! god! <laughs> I'm always. I'm usually the one that gets political. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to get redacted up in here. <laughs> Neil, before you start, let me say no collusion. <laughs> <laughs> Completely exonerated. One hundred percent. Uh, well, I did find a little bit of things here, so uh, if you don't mind, I'll start off. If you have All anything, right. whatever, why Troy. You, why don't you just chime in, you dumb bastard? Um, starting with Fox, we brought him up just right at the head of the show as a little joke. Yeah, are they still a joke? The, find out. Well, they barely exist. <laughs> right now. Well, Fox Films had a bunch of stuff in production before mm -hmm. uh, it got bought up by Disney, and now a few things are getting the axe. They're not getting uh, progressed any further oh, no. due to the House of Mouse, uh, including such things as a Tom Hanks starring movie, 
Not that Mr. Rogers one. Not the Mr. Rogers one. It's something <sighs> called News to the World. I don't know what it is. Could been could have been bad. I don't yeah. know. I'm pretty sure Disney just threw out everything that wasn't already a thing before. Yeah. Um, but they also <laughs> threw out a movie called Mouse Guard, which is was going to be like an animated movie featuring like a ton of voice talent. And it's based off a comic book. Um, so I'm surprised they didn't like snatch up. At least they have the IP, I suppose. Yeah. But I'm surprised they cut it out of production because it was going to go very soon into production, like next month. And they just halted it. Right off the there's bat. like there's one mouse and one mouse only and it's not this one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can't have any other mice fucking with our mouse. <laughs> so uh, that got the that got the boot as well. And there's a plenty of other things, but you're you're right, JT. If it wasn't like already like an established franchise yeah. that can already bank off of, they're not going forward with pretty yeah. much anything. Unless it's like Pixar or their animation animation department i don't think they make anything that's an original idea yeah oh that's sad (laughs) (laughs) that's the world we live in folks it is it is and we buy it every time we do consumerism Mm. Mm. yeah Mm. familiar (laughs) uh hey i want to check back in with hellboy for a little bit but we talked so much about it last week yeah we did so hellboy with a budget of $50 million, yeah. uh, as of last week, worldwide was up to $24.6 million. Yeah. Not great. No. <laughs> Not good. Um, a week out, it dropped 68% at the box office. Yeah. Which is a bit of a steep drop, but second week stuff usually drops pretty hard anyways. Yeah. Unless you're a movie probably like Endgame. Yeah. But even then, it'll probably see like a 20% drop anyway. Yeah. It dropped 68%, which is, I mean, if you think about it, put near 70%. Oof. <laughs> Almost, which is <laughs> or, nearly 80 <laughs> or, or my favorite number, 69%. Oh, my. Nice. Very never, good. Nice. Never really, I never watched past 69%. That, that's a good running joke we need to keep going Because <laughs> I think we did that last week, too. All of my, sh- all the shows just run together now. <laughs> yep. I don't know what it said last week from a Monday show to anything. They're all. I go just back the same. and re- listen to our shows to try and make sure I somewhat keep our our good running jokes fresh in my mind. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I'm a professional. <laughs> I can tell. You bring in an air of professionalism yeah. every time you I show also up. like, I know that no one can see this, but I just like your shirt that just says Midwest for some reason. <laughs> You're welcome. It just says Midwest. <laughs> it's in the Netflix logo. I it's thought it was big... kind of fun. <laughs> it's but it just says Midwest and that's it. Red <laughs> that's letters on a, black shirt. A black shirt with big block red letters that says Midwest. <laughs> that's it. That'll that'll partner well with your Ope shirt. Yeah. Oh, that's going on tomorrow for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, excuse me. Let me sing past you. <laughs> uh, great purchase on my part. Anyway, Hellboy has climbed to the worldwide box office to. $99.3 million at the worldwide box office. Um, so it's about doubled its budget. So I'm assuming it's going to roughly be shy of breaking even by the time Endgame comes out, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then nobody will remember Hellboy came yes. out ever again. It'll be buried in a time capsule. <laughs> It'll be buried in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Even lesser movies. Uh, so, yeah, that's the update on Hellboy. Surprised? Anyone? Well, we were all charmed at the bit for that 
more Hellboy news. Oh, that's true. Since we know we talked about it almost too much last week. Yeah. A lot. I decided we just needed to wean off of it. We can't just have a hard break. That's true. That's true. We we put on the the Hellboy patch <laughs> for today. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Netflix news, JT and Neil, don't want to leave you, you out. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You may have some disturbing news if you're a fan of sitcoms, especially the NBC sitcom The Office. Uh oh. Uh. Now, Netflix has a deal with NBC to able to stream The Office up through 2021. Yeah. But come that time, Uh-oh. NBC may not let them have it back. <gasps> Unless, of course, they throw like a billion dollars at them or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, so The Office is like the number one watch show on Netflix. Yeah. Still. <laughs> and so, it, uh... Is only in contention because NBC most likely, or Comcast more likely that owns NBC, wants to have its own streaming service, obviously. Yeah, everyone, they, everyone wants their own streaming service. And so <laughs> that will uh, be a big draw if it has it on their streaming service specifically, so they mm-hmm. may not give it back. Uh-oh. But we'll see what I happens wouldn't with have- that. I wouldn't have been the least bit surprised if they just went, now it's The Office, just streaming. That's all it is, is The Office. You can stream The Office. Yeah. Buy the, <laughs> buy the latest NBC app, The Office. Because <laughs> uh, right before we started recording, Sea uh, Danger was like, well, if it's going to be taken off the air, then like we need to buy all the DVDs again. And I'm just like, when do you ever watch a DVD? And it, like, literally shattered a universe that I was right. That we haven't put in a DVD since I tried to find our first, the Iron Man 1 to watch it in my hovel of a recording studio in here. That's the last time I watched a DVD, and I couldn't even remember how long. Even if I own the movie now, I'm just like, I'll just rent it for three bucks. <laughs> Because I, I, I don't even have a DVD player or a game console in my living room or in my bedroom. I only have the PS4 now in, like, my comic room. Yeah. And that's it. And nobody but me wants to watch a movie in here. So, <laughs> I guess they're just for me, and I haven't bought a DVD in forever. I, I like to keep them, just in case, you know, when the end of the world comes about. Well, then I'll always have my books until I break my glasses <laughs> I don't own. Glass. I had time now. I had time. Uh, Neil, what do you think about physical media? Let's get into a physical media <laughs> sure, tangent. Physical media. Yeah. I actually, I will watch a DVD slash Blu-ray if I do have it. Uh, however, like, actually books now I prefer to read digitally, uh, whether it be comic or just, like, novel. Yeah. Uh, other and I actually like buying physical like games like PlayStation games and stuff. Mm, can, but that, that that's like about it. Um, DVDs and stuff. I haven't purchased one in like three or four years. So see, I've gotten way used to buying just games online now because I'm so bad at keeping track of games, and then I'm especially bad at putting them away. So the disc always ends up getting scratched and I get fucked. <laughs> So I'm I'm in love with just buying them online, especially like being part of PS Plus where they give you like a free game every month. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, that shit's awesome. <laughs> it's so great. I have so many of those I've never played and will never play. I've probably played a grand total of like five minutes on every PS Plus game I've gotten. <laughs> 
Uh, so when I was gifted my PlayStation, I also was gifted three months of PlayStation Plus for for on top of it. Yeah. And every single game that's come out, I'm like, I'll never play that. So I never downloaded any of them. And I'm just like, should I be kicking myself? Do I, why? <laughs> like, why would I download it and take up the space? To, well, you don't okay. have to because you can keep it in your library. Yeah. And then you can I download would, it when you want it. I get it. Yep. Okay. At, okay. Just always add it to your library yep. regardless if you'll download it or not. Yeah. Even if I however, don't even look however, at it. <laughs> yeah. Even if I know myself and be like, I'll never I play literally that. own like 70 games and I've probably played like a grand total of 10 of them <laughs> completely all the way through. Yeah, second. And <laughs> the, pro- the problem is with you, uh, Troy, is that your PlayStation Plus account will probably relapse after these three months, but then you'll never get to play those because you need to keep the account active to play them. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> So maybe that's you're doing they, the right thing that's, already. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Uh, moving on with news, uh, that Disney Plus, speaking of streaming services, Disney Plus is going to be a thing uh, starting this November. If we, if we haven't set a price already, it's going to be 7 bucks. Yeah. To get place, or the Disney Plus, which is quite a ballsy move to come out and be like, here you go. Here's my $7 price point for all the things you love. Suck on mine, every streaming service. But hey, I think it's it's, it's I think it's like a drug dealer mo- like method where it's like, I'm going to give you a taste. Yeah. I want to jack up the price when you can't get enough. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure what it is. <laughs> uh, but WandaVision, you excited about this? Wanda. Like Wanda Sykes? <laughs> yep. No. What? <laughs> like uh, Scarlet Witch and the Vision. Uh, is going to have their own television ser- serialized show on the... It's going to be like a sitcom? Like I Dream a Genie? <laughs> I <laughs> couldn't tell you what it is, but it starts filming this fall, regardless. She's a witch and he's a thing. And... <laughs> <laughs> you saw him die in Infinity War. Now he's coming back in this. Whoops! <laughs> Um, is it so? It's going to be a live action thing with a, the actual like Paul Bettany and stuff. As far as I know, yeah. And they're having like also the Winter Soldier and Falcon series, which I think is also getting Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie for it. I know Mackie for sure yeah. in his Twitter post he had about it. Oh man, if only we're doing Mac news still. Oh, man. break it out, Mac news. <laughs> um, and then I think. Uh, there's one other one that they're getting the person back for. Oh, the Loki series are getting Hiddleston back. Yeah. And then... They're uh, making a Monsters, Inc. TV show with John Goodman and Billy Crystal doing the voices. My God. Like, they are just scoring back. Oh, and they're and I think they're also doing a Hawkeye one with Renner. So, like... Wow. They're whipping out the fliff for this. For shows! Yeah. <laughs> Not for, like movies yeah, for shows. This the Wandavision one is going to be six hours long, so I don't know if it's going to be six installments of hours or twelve, like twenty minute episodes or something like that. But so yeah, look forward to that for like the worst titled thing in the world. Wandavision. I said it to you, and you had no idea what I was even talking about. <laughs> and I said Wanda Sykes. So <laughs> fuck. So if you want to watch six straight hours of Wanda Sykes? Disney Plus is the app for you. Um, now, while I was mining the uh, Endgame spoilers 
uh, uh, tonight while getting some news, I did poke around and see what an estimated budget for Endgame uh, could have possibly been. Yeah. Now, they did film this back-to-back. Yeah, they filmed them back-to-back. But reportedly, the budget for them is 350 to $400 million. That's like a... Probably still a drop in the bucket for what they're gonna make, though. Yeah, um, and I don't know if that's just for Endgame because Infinity War had to be almost just as expensive. Yeah, because I thought I heard that this movie way back when, before they both went into production, was gonna be close to a billion dollars to make. Yeah, I mean for them for the total. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and now just seeing what Infinity War brought and what this one is supposedly going to bring yeah. i how is in how is endgame not going to make like 2 billion dollars yeah it's going to be <laughs> you think insane 2 billion like well that's Are a we lot we're going to do a double bill <laughs> double bill bell you have to buy you a bell oh my god oh <laughs> man and by buy you a bell means just get another mason jar to turn upside down <laughs> with our bells combined <laughs> but um so how fast do you think because this movie is going to make a billion dollars, yeah. obviously. So, like, how fast do you think it's going to get there? Uh, I'll give it three weeks. Maybe two. Three weeks. Because, mm. like... Is that including pre-sales? Because isn't that already, like, enormously well, high? Pre-sales would probably factor into the into the first week. Yeah. They would go already into, like, the first week's uh, box office, I yeah. think. Um, mm. I should have looked up... To see what's the fastest movie to make a billion dollars. Let me ask Google right now. What's the fastest movie? Oh, that's not a good question. <laughs> it's still, it's still uh, so much porn. <laughs> what's the first movie to make a billion dollars the fastest? Is that what? That was a weird way to. According to Wikipedia, no. by 1980, Star Wars became the first movie to reach a $500 million worldwide gross. $500 million. <laughs> Shut up, Google. <laughs> I, I, screw, I screwed it up, so I'm screwing myself hard. Um, it's only saying... Oh, fastest to one billion, Titanic was. Uh, hmm. In just 74 days. Oh, my. I bet it's going to get there faster than that. Hmm. I want to sure. say there was something that faster than that. seems like it's that. weird than Titanic. I don't think this is updated enough, Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, it's Avengers Infinity War. That became... <laughs> oh. And it... I'm an idiot. It got there in 11 days. Okay. So, yeah. It's going to get there. In I would say faster than 11 days, even. Because this is huge. Yeah. I, a culmination. I joked that it would get there opening weekend. <laughs> and <sighs> is that, I don't even think that's that big of a joke. Because it's starting today. Yeah. There's theaters that are... Or AMC is keeping their theaters open for 72 hours straight. Yeah. I saw showings for 6 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like... I don't see how it can't at least make seven hundred and fifty million on opening weekend. It's insane. Yeah. Like that's a huge chunk of change. I know. Yeah. But it's got to be playing at like what seven thousand theaters or yeah. something like that. I think there's only right. four thousand something in the U.S. and every single one is going to be showing. It and then Disney smart. has that ongoing thing where every theater has to keep their movies in the two biggest theaters. Yeah. Of of every theater for like what like a month. Uh, it, it's either that or the, yeah, it's gotta be a month or the first three weeks, depending on like the box office draw. Yeah. And then like all the theaters worldwide 
So it's gotta be insane. Yeah. yeah. Insane. Insane. But that's all the news I got. Mucho dinero. I don't have a lot more. <laughs> Neil, you want to start reading the Mueller report while he's yeah, looking for Yeah, yeah, yeah. Report. Okay. Page one. <laughs> <laughs> The Mueller Report by the Robert Mueller. <laughs> and then Bob Trump Mueller. said, I'm fucked. Yeah. Uh, he slouched back in his chair and said, this is the end of my presidency. I'm, I'm fucked. fucked. <laughs> that is a literal thing in the Mueller Report. Too. Uh, That's page one. Wow. That is page one. What a gripping opening sentence. I think I only have one other thing that you didn't say. Sweet. I and fished all his news. You fished my news. I fished and your news like I fish in Red Dead. Great. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the only thing I can find is that uh, Nickelodeon. Oh. Is making an animated Star Trek series. I think I saw this, but I I couldn't um really decipher what it was saying because it was it was they saying some weird animation studio was doing it or something. Yeah. Uh. Fuck, what is it? It's CG. Oh, CG? Come on. Get to tradish. It's animated. It's animation. Yeah. I mean, barely. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I... <Look> fucking... <laughs> Listen, I'm a big fan of 2D traditional animation, okay? You just get... I hear you. You just get I the nice you. nitty-gritty of it. It's not polished. You get to see yeah. the... Get to see the, the inner lines. The, the lines. The lines, even. Oh, my God. I just remembered. The line... In Endgame. All oh, the line! <laughs> the line, JT. Oh. The line, Dino Neal. Oh, my oh God. Can God. you imagine it? Well, it's right. not going to have those canceled uh, Netflix series, guys, like you were hoping, but... That you know about. <laughs> I'm going to call you if the line shows up. I'm just going to... Troy, during watching the, the line. <laughs> watching the line. Oh my god, I can't believe it. You you guessed it. The line is here. <laughs> Everyone's like, shh. I'm sitting in shit over here. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> god, shit. I've been shitting nonstop for three hours. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Neil, you got anything really to add? Anything besides the Mueller report you want to add, Neil? Uh, News-wise, uh, no. Great. Okay. <laughs> Well, then why don't we just jump into some trailers? Well, are they done? I think so. I... Neil, did you hear they were done? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> did you say they're done? They're done. Uh, ah. They're done. Uh, it's done here. Uh, we're done here. <laughs> That's a good joke we do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Uh, I got three trailers, JT. I also have three trailers. Neil, do you see any trailers? I got one for sure. That's about it. <laughs> okay. Um, I got a small one, if you don't mind me starting out. Go for to it! To get this one out of the way. I, excuse me, I feel a burp coming on, so it might surprise me if it comes out. <laughs> Never mind, it was right there. Um, I said last week that there was a bit of a teaser for that Swamp Thing yeah. coming out to the DC Universe. Um, after they said that it might not be good and are cutting it short. <laughs> now they're putting out as much marketing as possible. Yeah, no for shit. They're doubling down <laughs> on it now. I mean, it's still good, though. You should check it out. Uh, they put out a full-on trailer today. Yeah. Um, I can't make really heads or tails of it by the trailer. It's got a creepy atmosphere to it okay. that I'm digging a lot. Very horror-centric. 
Um, it looks like it would be very gory. And just gauging by what's already on the DC Universe app, I can see it being over the top. <laughs> like extreme, like shockingly violent. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to it, even though I'm now scared that it's going to be very bad. Yeah. But I really couldn't make heads or tails of what was going on in the trailer because there was a lot of quick cuts and stuff. Same. Yeah. Uh, this is actually the trailer I was going to reference. And I saw it and was immediately the most unwowed by anything ever. <laughs> uh, it was not good, in my opinion. But mm. I haven't been looking forward to it for as long as you have, I, I guess. Troy. I, um, well, I was... Because I'm a big fan of the source material, and I'm actually rereading it right now. And uh, it's, it's so good, but then I want to say they're not going to capture, like, the feeling that the book is trying to give off. You know what I mean? It's just... It's produced by James Wan, and so he's a really good horror guy. But then at the same time, like, I, I, I don't know if people will really watch this. I know a lot of the hardcore fans are really like, yeah, I'm stoked for it. But then to hear it was like, yeah, we're going to cut it short. We're going to rewrite an ending. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> and then for them actually doubling down. <laughs> and like, well, probably some push some promo material because it does come out next month. Uh, we're going to recast a Swamp Thing. Instead of a man in a Swamp Thing costume, it's going to be Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna I live in a swamp! <laughs> Just throw muck and grass on him. Just have him be pissed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. I like the atmosphere the trailer gave off, but otherwise I have no idea what's going on yet. So, mm. I'm curiously optimistic. I'll just say that. I'll say that. I just don't give a shit. I know you don't. <laughs> That's why I wanted to get this one out of the way first. Alright. Thanks there, old Midwest. <laughs> I'm Mr. Midwest to you, buddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just uh, pulled a gun on me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tread on me, bitch. Um, anyway, you go ahead, Joel, because I think I got uh, your other trailers. Okay. Well, um, I'll do the one that I know you don't have, <laughs> which is they put out a new trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> After, <laughs> I heard you just visibly... Or heard you I be so happy watching wa this. <laughs> I'm I want to see this in theaters. <laughs> I want to see this is literally the most ridiculous action I've seen in a movie. There's a scene where the the Rock, while driving a truck at full speed, <laughs> just sticks his arm out and grabs a guy driving a motorcycle and then throws him into a wall <laughs> while still driving the truck. <laughs> Didn't you say he pulls down a helicopter with his bare arms? Yes, he connects. <laughs> he he connects multiple trucks to a to a helicopter and then with his own strength pulls down the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about Hobbs and Shaw for no reason just then it sounds so stupid that I'm oh, going to love it. Man. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get into those Fast and Furious movies, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched the first one already. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to dive into them the yet. The first Fast... Uh, just a little spoiler for our first Fast and the Furious uh, uh, review. I watched it, and it's barely a movie. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, boy. Good thing we're only doing, like, 30-minute apps, hopefully. Um... <laughs> 
Yeah, I just watching you watch the trailer made me giddy. <laughs> to maybe Dude, it's uh, for this movie cuz you were loving every second man, of it. Man, even Idris Elba just out of nowhere just saying, "I'm the Black Superman." <laughs> and then oh, like face. him like punching through a wall and then the and then them cutting to the rock saying, "He really is the Black Superman." <laughs> What is even happening? <laughs> I I want this movie in my life. <laughs> Sounds like you want it in your body. Yeah, put it inside me in some way. <laughs> is Roman Reigns in this one? He is. They show him in it too. Because there's a there's I guess there's a part in it where they decide that they need to get Hobbs's family involved. So it's mm -hmm. a bunch of like Samoan dudes <laughs> in grass skirts, and they just like grab a bunch of like weird like man-made cutting materials and fight Aegis Elba and his army of supermen. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Uh, I'm into <laughs> it. I'm into it. Yeah. But it sounds a bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't wait. I want to see the fuck out of this movie so bad. Sounds great. Um, I... Go on with your other one. Uh, the other one I'll bring up, and the one that I know that you saw, Troy, because you were also watching it before we got started, was uh, <laughs> Will Smith Yeah, is going to be in a new film uh, directed by Ang Lee. Yes. Called oh, Gemini Man. Yes. And, <laughs> and, oh my god, just say the line that's in the trailer. <laughs> you mean when young Will Smith says this to old Will Smith? They made a person out of another person? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it made me think of immediately that exhibit meme that said like <laughs> from Pimp My Ride. It's like, we put a TV inside your TV! Or something like that. Just so oh stupid. God. I like listened to uh, people review this today, and they said that it's like it's like imagine if Will Smith was pitted against the Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. just it's just the only way they made Will Smith look younger is that they did a little CG to his face and they gave him a flat top. Yeah, is that his son? <laughs> Do you, does anyone know if that is if that's his son and they're CGing his face over it? It could be. Maybe. I thought I, I heard that because I thought like one of his sons Jaden a lot like him. I don't know if it's Just Jayden. the two of them? Just the two of them. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Oh. They can make it if they try. Uh, come on, IMDb. Load. Um, I have one. But anyway, I'm not done talking about Gemini Man really quick because they also play a terrible version of Forever Young <laughs> over it. It's so bad. It's like a weird like... Almost it's like the, a Daft Punk version. It's the of ongoing trend of getting creepy people to sing hit songs to like really slow music. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, maybe it is. He plays a dual role. I'm not sure. Oh man, I gotta play the. I gotta play a little bit of the song. Let me find <laughs> it. Keep going. Um, I'm still trying to find the top build cast. I guess Will Smith does play a dual role in it. Yeah. Listen, listen to part of this song. It's such a shitty song. 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, now just... watch, that's gonna be stuck in my head forever, <laughs> and then I'll end up being like, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be our new theme song. <laughs> yeah. But the only thing that's got me going about this movie is that it's directed by Ang Lee. Yeah. And he usually doesn't make bad things that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, the Hulk was awesome. The Hulk was different. <laughs> but then he made stuff like Life of Pi. Life of Pi is really good. And then he made, like, Brokeback Mountain, yeah, which was a good movie. And then uh, I'm, I'm missing another big one. But, uh, oh, uh... Oh, never mind. That's not... I was going to say Mission Impossible 2. I don't think that's right. That's not... wasn't Ang Lee. No. That no. was... Um, Who's the guy that does all the doves? Uh, I, I that keep did wanting to say James Wan, and that's not right. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, anyway, it's not him. Um, but anyway, so that's the only reason I'm kind of curious about it. Oh, yeah. But uh, otherwise, it looks kind of... The CG on Will Smith looks kind of shaky, though, for the young him... Because there's, like, parts where, like, they, like, zoom in on him, and it looks like the CG's, like, trying to, like, maintain itself. Like, he, it kind of, like, strikes me <laughs> as Will Smith as Genie CG <laughs> a little bit, where it's like, uh, uh, keep it keep it there. See, I don't think it looks... I didn't look... I didn't catch any of that. And if you did, I'm sure it still has time to tie oh, yeah, it up. For sure. Um, I think it comes out in October. Oh, it's got time. It's got time. It's got time. Watch, it'll be win best picture. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, I have one more trailer, uh, and it's probably the big one that came out this last week. Yeah. I guess if you count blockbusters big, even though they might stink. Uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters yeah. had a full-fledged trailer come out. This one also had an amazing line in it where a guy goes, oh my god, and then another guy goes, Zilla. Yeah. <laughs> She there was says. a few things going on in this that I groaned audibly at, and this also has a slow version, a piano version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow playing during oh it. Oh my god. my god. The whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, what is this movie? Because it looks like a huge departure from the its precursor. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. I, I feel like, I think that they're, they're trying to do like a course correction a little bit, because I think... The the first Godzilla didn't get received really well, but I like it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like this is them like trying to be like, okay, we're going to incorporate the, the, the first Godzilla, but then make it way campier because people were talking about how it didn't have all of that like monster bot battle royale shit in it. Right. And so they like... I wouldn't even say double down. Like, triple down. Yeah. Or more. Yeah, Mothra, I, Rodan, and... Uh, I think they say... King Ghidorah. Like, King Ghidorah, yeah. They've got, like, a ton of beasts in it. They're making it... I, I feel like more like the Japanese early versions where they, like, have Godzilla as an ally and, like, use them to fight the battles. Kind of like the Megazord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and stuff like this that. This totally struck me as, like, Power Rangers where they're just like... Unleash Godzilla. Yeah. I was expecting someone to, like, play a dagger to get him to come out of the fucking... <laughs> but it, it looks... It looks way more campy and bizarre than I ever thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I knew they wanted to have him fight more monsters. I'm like, okay, I'm all in for that. But then it also has to almost meet the campiness that Kong Skull Island made. And that was they're super gonna, campy. And they're gonna cross over eventually, so they're gotta meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. And I think this is 
it. Yeah. So I don't know if this I kept, is... I kept hearing rumors that Charles Dance is supposed to play the older version of Tom Hiddleston's character in this. Mm. Who's? Charles Dance. He's, uh... <laughs> the Lannister guy. Yeah, Lannister. You don't, you don't know who Lannister guy is. Wow. <laughs> he's uh... like a... Um, do you ever see Last Action Hero? Forever ago. He was the villain in Last Action Hero. He's in this. That doesn't help me at all. Okay, well, anyways. He's in this. <laughs> I heard rumors that Charles Dance is supposed to play the older Tom Hiddleston in this. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm still looking forward to it because I, I do love a good smash em up uh-huh. giant monster type thing. Uh, yeah. This one it looks... Unless it's, like, way critically received or we're, like, maybe we have an open week for something, I might skip this one. All right. Just gauging by the trailer alone, it looks like something I'd sit there and be like, what am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. Well, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. Neil, are you excited about Godzilla? Yeah, actually, I think I am. Uh, I like Skull Island, actually, quite a bit. For some reason, and I like that first Godzilla too. Uh, so I, I'm pretty excited to see how this goes. Yeah. Well, then fuck you, Troy. Me and Neil do Godzilla. Yeah, we'll do that episode. Yeah, you shit, Troy. Bag. You shit bag. Yeah, Midwest. <laughs> Ope. That's missing. Yeah, Ope. <laughs> Ope. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Stepped on her toes there a little Shut bit. Shut the there. fuck up, Ope. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's all the trailers I got. Well, that's all the trailers you got, Troy. Then we got the review, review, turn, random movie six. Oh my god! In the works, we got Lita Battle Angel and Monsters Inc. already in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And this last week we had King Kong versus Million Dollar Baby. Mm-hmm. Did you see one, Troy? I didn't. Did you see one, Neil? I didn't see who won. No, but I know what I voted for. Well, it it was like an astounding win. For King Kong. Yes. <laughs> it did, beat the piss out of Million Dollar Baby. I think I might have been the only one that voted for it. <laughs> it was it like won by like 80%. I did vote for King Kong. <laughs> so, King Kong advancing. Neil is throwing his microphone around. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I'm that excited. He's that excited. So, King Kong. Joining the group of Monsters Inc. and Alita Battle Angel, so we what got... a, what a group! <laughs> <laughs> but we got two more movies to add to it. I'm ready this week. My body is ready. I forgot to fucking write down the taglines again, but I got to look it up. But we got uh, <laughs> we have a film from 1986 that is a Marvel film. What? And a film from 1995 that is stars a prominent Disney character okay the film from 1986 i gotta look up the tagline because i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> uh, uh, i think i already might know what it is i'm pretty sure you probably know what it is too i'm i'm the uh well the tagline oh well fuck it you might as well say because the tagline's gonna give it away i can't i'm picking is it the punisher movie it is not is it the captain america movie no which one is it the tagline is, you will believe that a duck can talk. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh fuck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Okay. All right. Added to the tournament. Of course, everyone's looking forward to that. Of course. Possibly. <laughs> and... That movie's got 
different things happening in it. It does. It sure is sure does insane. It's got full on duck tits in it. It does duck condom. <laughs> and <laughs> that's not even in a wrapper. It's just <laughs> you probably got like hair and shit all over it. <laughs> oh my god! This tagline's. Is either gonna if I say the entire tagline, it's gonna completely give it away. Just say blank on like. All right. <laughs> well, even that's not gonna. It's gonna be so vague. <laughs> it's blank and blank in their first full-length animated feature. <laughs> blank and blank in their first animated feature from '95. From '95, featuring a prominent Disney character. Blank and blank from '95. I have no clue. I did. I grew up with this movie too. I, this is one of my favorites growing up. I, Neil, do you have any idea? I all I had was Timon and Pumbaa. But I was that's also right. gonna say that, and that's not right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. A goofy movie. A goofy oh. movie. Okay, dude, I love this this movie growing up. I think we also watched it. A decent amount. I don't think yeah. it was a mainstay at our house, though. No, definitely Goofy's rented taking, it a few times. Goofy's so. taking Max to the Grand Canyon, and he's trying to go to that concert. I know. It's got the Pauly Shore character in it. Yeah. Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember <laughs> of that whole movie. Ew. I know. So there you have it. And I think Pauly Shore plays an actual weasel in it. I'm not sure. <laughs> the weasel? No, <laughs> 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 so there you have it howard the duck versus a goofy movie what is this tournament this time <laughs> i remember oh yeah I remember when i made this matchup up i was like yeah this is gonna be the one where troy's like what are you doing <laughs> what are we doing here i liked what you were doing before because i noticed that everyone was coming out in like either like 99 or 2000 yeah because i know like all of our past winners have been like yeah. early movies yeah so you're trying to skew more towards modern ones? Yeah, well, yeah. And I don't want to, like, completely skew towards them. So I want to throw some wild cards in there. Yeah. Some ones that I know people probably won't pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just eliminate both of these right now? <laughs> <laughs> Never know. There might be some goofy, goofy movie lovers out there. You um, watch it. You Now that you say that, one of these is going to the end. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, you always fucking jinx us, Troy, so probably one of oh, us is going to fucking yeah, make I it. always jinx us. I always do this. Yeah, you do. All right. <laughs> I'll take the shit. I'll eat the shit. I so don't Howard care. the Duck versus a goofy movie. Get your votes in there, because I'm pretty sure it's going to make a really big fucking difference in this one. Man, this tourney is going to be a... This one, for sure, is going to be a splash. <laughs> People turn out in groves to friggin' vote on this one. Also, uh, keep your eyes peeled for our review of Platoon coming up. Yes, as soon as our first blockbuster season Jesus. chills the F out, Christ. we'll get into Platoon. Yeah, Platoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is that it? That will do it. That's all the nitty gritty before we get into the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. <laughs> Should we get in this box of scraps? <laughs> Let's dive in this box of scraps. Well, then that'll bring us to Iron Man, the first stop in the Marvel Cinematic Universe train yeah. to Endgame. Before our last stop next week. That's right. <laughs> uh, 
Coming to theaters May 2nd, 2008, with a budget of $140 million. Opening weekend made $102.1 million. Uh, domestically, it made $318.6 million. Worldwide, $585.1 million. Rotten Tomatoes currently has this at 93%. Ooh. IMDb at a 7.9 out of 10, and Metacritic at a 79%. Very high, high, high marks all around. That's right. That's right. Oh, still, sick. still regarded as one of everyone's favorites. I still think. Yeah. yeah, I know. Even when people bring up like what they think their favorite Marvel movie is, like you bring up Iron Man, like oh shit, I've watched it forever, but that might be close. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Oh, Troy, oh. I might be just throwing you off. Oh, I don't oh, even know. No. <laughs> Um, I would say between Iron Man 1 and 2, which we're doing, uh, the gamut could be both top and bottom. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the Marvel, the MCU might be in the middle of an Iron Man sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Check out Iron Man 2 coming up Monday. Yeah. So just (laughs) a little tease for that. Keep for that (laughs) shit. (laughs) Or is it? Oh, we'll see. <laughs> um, so, JT... No, Neil? What? Ah! What happened in Iron Man? Yeah. You got it. Well, <laughs> Iron Man begins with Tony Stark, Mr. Weapons Builder Extraordinaire, billionaire philanthropist, smart guy. He is a seller of big weapons. He goes off to um, a country to show off a new weapon. Uh, it all goes horribly awry for him. He ends up getting captured and becomes the titular Iron Man. And more things are in his way. Corporate, breathing <laughs> down his neck. You know, that type of rigmarole. What will happen in Iron Man? Let's find out. Let's dive into it. <laughs> Very good, Neil. Very good. Thanks. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Here are my top five reasons Iron Man is the first movie in the MCU. (laughs) Why? Because it's number one. Uh, uh, So this movie uh, came out actually through Paramount Pictures. Yeah. A deal that Marvel had with Paramount before Disney scooped them up. Yeah. Um. How many of the MCU movies are Paramount? I think even Avengers is Paramount, isn't it? Avengers, I think, is the first Disney one. Um, I actually have it right over here. Let me check. I thought I thought I saw like a Paramount thing for Avengers. I don't think Avengers is Paramount, just from memory, but I'm not sure. Mm. <laughs> I know they. Troy is now hunching over his DVD collection. His limited physical media collection. His limited physical media collection. I wanted to say that Avengers was like the first one that wasn't Paramount, but let me look it up. Maybe. Um, Because I know this one is, Iron Man 2 is, The Hulk is brought to you by Universal. Yeah. Because they still own the rights to that, I think still. Um... Yeah, because they can't make a Hulk movie unless it's prominently... They can't make a solo Hulk movie. Yeah, they can make a solo Hulk movie. Um, let me see. Avengers film. Where's the wiki on this thing? Huh? 
Break out the wiki, hey? Huh? Oop, lost the wiki there. Oop. 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 <laughs> Oop. Excuse me, pardon me. Let me just squeeze past you. <laughs> um, produced by... Oh, those are just names. Um... Anyway, you guys can fill time if you want. Nah, <laughs> we'll just sit here. Nah, we'll wait. just wait. All right, all right, I get it. Waiting for Troy to look up facts. Waiting for Troy to look up facts. <laughs> Blues, clues. Here we go. Avengers Wiki. Oh, production company Marvel Studios, Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. I don't know. I remember when we did Avengers, I thought I saw some sort of insignia at the beginning, but maybe I'm I'm mistaken. I'm full of shit. So, yeah, and I don't even know. I think Thor might even still be a Paramount picture. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, that's all super interesting, isn't it? But <laughs> wasn't that worth the time? <laughs> um, so, but I wanted to bring that up for a reason because when going in and watching this again, I think for the first time in like a couple of years, I feel like there's a different feeling between this movie and what we're getting now. Yeah. It's just as a different kind of vibe to it. That was kind of refreshing to watch. Yeah, well, it was it was an, an origin where it didn't feel like anything else was connected to it, which mm-hmm. I I don't know, especially when we went back and uh, saw Shazam a few weeks ago. Like that felt refreshing because it felt like even though they referenced a bunch of things from DC, like this was its own story you can just follow through. Yeah, and I don't know. There, there's so much shit nowadays that you, it depends on things that have come before it, that it's so refreshing to experience something where it's like, this is the first of a story. Yeah. Before it's a phenomenon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really, really good. Uh, Neil, you got anything to add to that kind of thing? What'd you think of the vibe of this movie? Yeah. Kind of along those lines. It's that's like right on because like, it feels like so isolated. Cause then like when you start getting like knee deep into these, you're always thinking of, was that a callback to something, or where is this headed? Whereas this was such a standalone thing, and yeah, even in watching this recently, it I would agree that it does feel just a little bit different, but it's just because it set the mold, I guess. Like, I, you know that nothing came before this that was based in this you know cinematic universe whatsoever. So I think that's kind of where it gets its. Uh, gravitas i guess in that respect i mean it does do like fun nods to things that could show up later yeah even to the point where roadie's like next time baby and i just want to be like Ooh. yeah shut up terrence <laughs> howard <laughs> sorry <laughs> but in all honesty i like terrence howard in this quite a bit me too i same might, i might like him more than don Cheadle. he brings like, I can see why him and Tony would be friends more yeah. than him and Don Cheadle would be. Yeah, like, <laughs> Terrence Howard strikes me as, like, that guy that's always defending his friend even though he knows he's a fuck-up. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Don Cheadle, like, especially, like, in Iron Man 2 that we're going to talk about on Monday, Don Cheadle just seems like he's constantly fucking pissed at Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think later on, and maybe, like, um, Age of Ultron, does he show up in Age of Ultron? 
Don Cheadle? I... And like even the party scene? Yeah, yeah. The he's party more loosey goosey then. Yeah. And like I think later installments, he's more like yeah. chummy. Yeah. But yeah, it was almost like a drastic departure between the two, I think. Yeah. Like I think like I love Terrence Howard in this because like when he shows up, he shows up to be pissed at him and then he slowly gets charmed by Tony as they go along where he's like oh, God damn it, Tony. All right. Even the point where he's like pissed <laughs> that he shows up late to his plane and then ends up getting drunk with him on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I love how Terrence Howard plays it in this because he legit strikes you as that guy where it's like, why do you put up with this shit? And then like about five or ten minutes in, you're like, oh, that's why you do because you actually do genuinely like the guy. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think I think I would have liked to see Terrence Howard's take through like all of these movies. Like I get why he didn't do it, yeah. but like. Uh, I totally would have wanted to see like what his take was because I think he was he's not as like I don't want to say like uh, I don't know he's not he's so much different than like Tony Stark is and like whereas Don Cheadle's closer to what Tony Stark is like bolder I guess I don't know how to to say it necessarily but I think I would have liked to see how he plays out through like the rest of them if he had gone through with them I think he would have been I thought he would. I think he would have been really good. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. <laughs> Even though I don't, Don Cheadle isn't bad at all. No, no absolutely not. Like, it's yeah. it's it'd be something completely, like completely different. I can see him like being a more comic relief character yeah. than I think Don Cheadle comes off as. Yeah, right. He, I mean, Cheadle comes off as stoic, but uh, I don't like find his stuff as like, always the funniest. I don't know. Anyway, that's a weird rant we just went off <laughs> yeah. on. Regardless, I do like Terrence Howard. That's what we're trying to get at yeah. here. Um, and what I also really appreciate about this movie, too, is that it felt um, way more grounded in reality. Yeah. And and I know why they did that in order to get, like, the regular populace into, like, oh, I don't believe a man could just make a suit and zip around the skies. Mm-hmm. Boo. It made it, like, really feel like, yeah you see him piece together his suit the whole time. Like, yeah. you see like the, like strife going on in Afghanistan, which in 2008 is still the a big, big thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Uh, and like all of that, I felt like really played really close to home, played a really close to the chest that I re- could easily fall back into this movie mm-hmm. and be like, wow. Yeah. I really see why this got off the ground. And I think what uh, what really gave this origin story like good legs is that he, Tony. St- what what was cool about his origin story is that you can see him build, modify, build, modify, build, modify, because like it's all trial and error for him. Whereas like everybody else in the cinematic universe is just has superpowers, where it's like there's no really getting used to it. Yeah. You just like oh I've got superpowers now, or I've always had superpowers. Whereas like this was like a lot of this movie is built around him just changing his suit, which is really cool. But yeah. not, not only changing his suit, but he also like builds and modifies his own personality. Like he starts off as a very arrogant prick. Yeah. And like you see him change throughout the movie where he like becomes this not warmonger, but like he builds weapons, he knows what he's about, he makes a billion dollars, has a whiskey on the battlefield after showing a missile demonstration. By the yeah. end of the movie he's like a I wouldn't say a humanitarian. But <laughs> he's like, a cheeseburger eating humanitarian <laughs> is what he is. He's <laughs> he's on more of that like a do gooder path where before you wouldn't even have seen it coming. Uh, the, the, 
the one thing I like the most, or I love the most about uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark is that you can you can clearly see a line that he follows to why he does what he does. Yeah, and it starts here where like he does have this change of heart, but I think like as you follow him through the MCU movies. It's done. It's still done in a mildly selfish way, where it's like he feels bad yeah. that that this happened, and it's never really, especially like in Civil War. Like I'll talk more about it on Monday because I think Iron Man Two does a really good job of showing, like, how uh, Tony Stark's m- brain works. But like it starts in this, where he was so fine with making weapons for so long, and then he gets a little taste of what his hard work is doing and then he gets he feels bad and then he has like a change of heart yeah but it's not mm-hmm. like a change of heart as in i'm gonna be heroic it's a change of heart as in oh i fucked up yeah yeah <laughs> well, that's and that like follows like, suit in almost every movie yeah because it's too. like you kind of imagine like what if he were to wake up in that cave and it wasn't his weapons would he would would he still make become iron man yeah probably not he'd probably build a bigger missile to shove up their ass yeah he'd probably like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight the bad guys with even bigger missiles that I'm gonna make. But no, it's it's just I think a lot, a lot of Tony Stark's motivations throughout all of the MCU is based on him feeling bad or him feeling like he fucked up mm-hmm. and trying to trying to correct. And then sometimes he overcorrects or to a point where it's it's almost a detriment. And I but that's why I love the character of Tony Stark is that. He's not a full-fledged hero that is fighting the good fight. He's doing it because he feels bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh. Shoot, I had a point before you went on your rant. Neil, you got anything? <laughs> a ton. Where are we at? <laughs> Anywhere you want to jump in. Yeah, we're just kind of well, jumping around. Uh, I, I guess on kind of yeah, with what Joel's point was, um. Which I just completely forgot. <laughs> oh my god! Derailed city up in here. Um, um, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah, go for I it. I also like the fact that it, um, while being a superhero movie, it has, even not early on in their... I mean, before they even knew this was going to be a thing, they have a lot going on in this movie, but like in a good way, where they have like kind of like a corporate kind of system going on where he's kind of getting screwed over by his company. He's having a change of heart. It's got like the whole um, war in the desert thing still happening. It's got a lot of things going on that I think they balance really well. And um, that was also another strong point because in um, subsequent movies coming after this, and not even just in the Iron Man franchise, I feel like it's strictly the hero's journey to become the hero, like in the first movies. You know what I mean? Yep. And like, just take like a Doctor Strange, for instance, like he was a dick doctor. He gets hurt. Now he wants to be a superhero, but he got really no, nothing else going on on the side, really, besides like maybe a side subplot of another character. Mm -hmm. But like all of this is very Tony Stark centric. Like he's trying to like keep his business together because his business partner wants to overthrow and do something completely different when he topples the whole company by saying like 
we're stopping weapons production. He's got that going on with yeah. Obadiah Stane. He's got the Ten Rings thing going on that he's trying to fight like personally himself mm-hmm. after all the things going on. He's got a relationship with Pepper that's blossoming yeah. in this movie. A lot of things starting. Him actually owning this suit is garnering the attention of the of the military. Yeah. <laughs> um. And just him also having that trial and error period, which we brought up earlier, where you get to see him piece together, like, the actual Iron Man suit and making it better as he goes and it changes throughout the film. Like, there was a lot in this in the two hours of this movie that I don't think they cram any of that kind of stuff in future movies. Yeah. And I was really impressed the balance that, like, Favreau was able to do in this. Yeah, and this movie almost kind of flies by because of that, where... Like, you, you would feel like watching him do these trial and error things with his suits would be kind of a drag, but you're so invested in him wanting to get better where you're like, oh, shit, yeah, I, figure this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Yes, figure this <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. Like And, like, it's not done in a way, like, uh, in our Monday review where it feels like it's, like, they do something in that where it's like, how'd you get here? But, like, in this one, like, you can kind of see how he pieces together Well, where it's like, well, this didn't work, so I'll do this. And then you're kind of following along on this process of actually trying to build, like, these, like the perfect Iron Man suit for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, Neil, do you have anything to add to that before I jump in? No, go for it. Um, I also really liked Jeff Bridges in this as Obadiah Stane a lot. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. he was a very menacing villain, even to the point where he gets, like, comically ridiculous in the Ironmonger suit. I still <laughs> thought it was very well done. It's Ironmonger? <laughs> I feel like his Ironmonger suit came with a bunch of uh, military one-liners. Yes. <laughs> like, the minute he got in that suit, he just started railing off a bunch of, thank you for your service. Oh, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. That I thought was a little ham-fisted. Right. But, uh... I, I like I really thought just as Obadiah, he came off as like an imposing, powerful figure. Like that scene where they're in the, um, the Pepper's trying to like hack into his computer to get the files, oh, yeah. and he walks in. Like I have, like I for, totally forgot about that scene, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, what's she gonna do? Yeah, yeah. and like it's I was like, tense. yeah, it, I thought it was still tense mm-hmm. after all these years. Yeah. Wow. Do that crossword. <laughs> yeah. I like the puzzles. <laughs> the thing that made me laugh—I don't know why it made me laugh so hard—but I was losing my shit when, <laughs> when Tony's in the desert and then Obadiah video calls him and he's just laying in bed shirtless. <laughs> like, if you're laying in bed shirtless, why are you making it a video call? Just fucking call him. But he's like, I want to show off my tits to Tony. I really got in shape for this movie. I need to show this shit off. Hey, check out my chest, Tony. You think I've got my pecs coming in? He's just laying in bed. I know it's early. Just wanted to just wanted to get a heads up. I was like, why are you naked? Yeah. In bed. And we joked about the ACDC soundtrack, but I really think it works for this this movie specifically. Oh, yeah. They have it again in Iron Man 2, but, like, I really dug it. Like, when it opens up right in the beginning where it's just, like, Afghanistan, and then yeah. it hits back in black. Yeah, and he's just shooting the shit with, like, a bunch of soldiers and stuff. I think that's a really cool opening where, like, 
you're not being exposed to Tony Stark the dick because he can be dickish in this in times. Right. But you're you're being exposed to him as like how a normal person would come across him on the street, where yeah. it's like I, I get the feeling that you're you have like the aura of like a like a rich dickhead who thinks he's better than everybody. But then like he has a way of talking to you where he feels like he's coming down to your level where you're like, I kind of like this guy. Yeah, he's still super charming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I also like that the it just shits the bed like immediately. Yep. Like it doesn't give you any time. Yeah. Like all the people he talks to that he gets close to are immediately killed. Yeah. And I even <laughs> yep. thought like um like <laughs> they run outside and then all you automatically just see bullet holes popped into the side of the Jeep. And you're oh, like, yeah. Holy shit. Like, you don't see, yeah. like, blood splatter or anything like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, is there any, like, Marvel movie after that has been, like, that kind of had, like, that kind of realistic violence in it? I couldn't think of one I off the know. top of my head. I mean, probably... Captain America, but that's I don't know, Even Captain America was kind of over the top, though. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't really... Because, like, there's, like, that scene where he's, like, on the ship in Winter Soldier... Um, where he's that might be of... the closest. Yeah, but even is, then, it's this still... is Paramount, baby. This is Paramount. <laughs> yeah, Paramount pulls no punches. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I would, it just that's like the kind of the realism that I'm talking about. They get more fantastic as they go along, which I also like. Yeah, because it's a big this fantastic universe or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. But I really, that's the one thing in this that I was really enjoying was the grounded nature of it all. Yeah, it, like that first scene, it felt like kind of like an actual war zone mm -hmm. where you're like, oh shit, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Even, they even have the scene where like he's being like bowed down in front of a video camera while they're like saying shit where you're like, ugh. This is really close, like those video, like beheading videos where yeah. you're like, oh, oh god, like some weird four chan shit. Yeah, that <laughs> 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 uh, <clears throat> that all is like in incredible though. Like all of that stuff where he's captured is some of like I think some of the best stuff of the movie. Yeah. Like before, where he's he doesn't even have the suit. It's just like him bonding with Yinsen, which is just incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Also, I. Uh, uh, I know you guys are a big fan of this, but I have a crackpot JT uh, idea for possible sequels <laughs> oh, based yeah. off of this. Okay, like I thought a best a, a cool way to go from this Iron Man is if Yinsen ends up being the Mandarin. Oh, okay. Whoa. Okay, he was on the inside um, the whole time. Yeah, well, not even on the, on the inside the whole time. It's just that like, so imagine if Iron Man is so obsessed with the outside appearance that Yinsen is the one or the Mandarin is the one that is developing the technology that involves the human body. And that's how, uh, Obadiah gets the thing that like paralyzes people. Mm. Like he's, he's so like he <laughs> so resents that you wanted to throw in that one weird off gadget. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's such a weird, it's such a weird ad to this where it's like, how does Tony Stark not know that this is being made at his own fucking company? <laughs> but like, well, he didn't know his company was selling weapons to terrorists. Very true. But like, I, I like, I always thought like the idea of like the Mandarin being like the magic of the East meets the Like the mechanical of the West where it's right. like, if Yinsen as the Mandarin is like both reveres and kind of has disdain for Tony Stark where he's so smart, but yet he wastes it on these, uh, 
ideas of showing off where it's like it's all about explosions and looking cool and having these outside suits that protect yourself whereas there's so much you can do by just manipulating the human body with technology Mm -hmm. so like as he's helping tony stark he is also developing his own technology to mess with the human anatomy which is the magic of the east meets the mechanical west Mm -hmm. The mechanical West, um, wild, wild West, <laughs> wild West, wiki wild, <laughs> Gemini man. I, oh no! I uh, I would have just um, I'm gonna tag onto that and do yeah. like another fun offshoot. I I, I don't hate that uh, Yensing idea of being the actual Mandarin. Yeah, even though Guy Pierce is obviously the Mandarin, of course. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. but imagine like a really cool idea where it's like they when they introduce the Mandarin like Iron Man three like they re- replay that whole scene where Yinsen's like firing the machine gun like screaming like he's a maniac and then he runs to those guys with machine guns and then like all of a sudden you see like the, those two earbuds light up in his ears and you're like what the fuck's going on they all go paralyzed and down mm-hmm. and then he just like takes something to like spread on himself to look like he got shot and lays on that rice sack or something where mm-hmm. it's like oh fuck this is all a setup and the fact that. Tony Stark kind of bases his whole idea that what he did was wrong around the idea that Yinsen sacrificed himself for him. And then coming to the realization that it was all bullshit, it might totally make him question his whole idea of being Iron Man. That's I don't hate that idea. <laughs> I don't hate that idea. I don't think it'll ever happen, but Let's I hate... We'll see where they fit it in Endgame. We'll see where they fit <laughs> it in. Yeah. Um, I, uh, also thought it'd be a cool idea too. Um, I thought about this even before, well, it might've been like after I think Thor of the Dark World came out is that, uh, because the Mandarin has like the 10 powerful rings or whatever. Yeah. It was kind of a shame that like, maybe they didn't have the reality stone for like a Mandarin because the reality stone can do pretty much whatever. Yeah. And so the ten magic rings all do different things, but it would be fun if like one of them was a reality stone. Oh yeah. And in the Mandarin's head, each ring does a different thing. But it's just the one. But ring. it's just the one <laughs> ring doing everything. And so that'd wow. be kind of a cool idea, and that yeah. way you can incorporate it like that. But mm-hmm. they did something completely different. This is the geek segment of our show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do we got? Everyone's seen Iron yeah. Man. Just yeah, go on tangents yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Neil, what's your tangent? You're what's my tangent? Yeah, you're expecting How to about- have one now. Yeah, okay, well, um, it's going to be the end of Endgame. <laughs> Thanos takes his mask off. It's Jensen. There we go. Oh, my God. He was <laughs> huge reveal. <laughs> huge. He's like, I've seen you in Bern, Switzerland, and I've seen you in that cave, and now I see you here at the end of days. <laughs> I'm Jensen. <laughs> I have I have heard, uh, I heard like a brief review of Endgame, and they said that they do reference... Uh, characters, or they have appearances by characters you thought you'd never see before. Really? Maybe one might be Jensen. Hmm. Never He's know. under that Thanos mask. He's under the Thanos mask. That's right. <laughs> Ant-Man tries to go up Thanos' butt. All he sees is the Jensen in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's working the working this giant <laughs> Thanos machine. Like, what are you doing in here? Yeah. And st- <laughs> Tony Stark built an Iron Man suit and Jensen yeah. built a Thanos suit. And st- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just ant-man goes up like uh jensen's butt and he's like i want this i want this i want this <laughs> oh man but uh yeah iron man was a was a great time 
I really enjoyed it quite a bit. It does have a blue beam in the sky. I think this movie might have started that. Yeah! And that threw me off. Like, why does it have to be a blue beam in the sky? <laughs> I think everyone thought Avengers set that off, but this happened uh, four years before that. Yeah. Big blue beam. There it was. It was right in front yeah. of our faces yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And I love how, like, he makes himself vulnerable just by, like, taking his suit off thing that everything was done. <laughs> and just, like, grabs him. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Why did I take my glove off? <laughs> yeah. He, he, like, takes it off and immediately tries to shoot him with that hand, too. I'm like, yeah. you just did it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is anyone else surprised in that when, like, Iron Monger shoots that machine gun at him and he puts up that shield in front of his exposed face that none of the bullets hit him in the face. <laughs> well, his, uh, what, what his aiming capabilities are off, Neil. You oh, know, yeah, that's right. He only shot, like, 12 missiles at him and missed every time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Such but, a... no, I, I, yeah, I do like Iron Man a lot. And, uh, like, going back to the whole, like, Tony Stark feeling bad and then uh, course correcting, like, I feel like uh, this movie does try to do a decent job of trying to portray that, like, like because this his company is a weapons manufacturing company, and he's just totally rerouting their entire business without even talking to anybody. Like he does it publicly. Yeah. Like I think that's kind of like a thing that show, that points out that it becomes a major problem mm-hmm. <clears throat> where it's like. Like, yeah, if if you want to curtail from weapons, do it, but, like, don't <laughs> say, don't, like, get in front of public and be like, I'm not, not making weapons anymore, guys, because then it's like, well, then all these people that are working for you are fucked because your stock's down mm-hmm. and everyone has no faith in your company from now on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, that, that's the thing that addresses how Tony Stark is so, like, will follows his conscience almost to a detriment sometimes where it's like he can't he can't fight this where it's like I, I gotta make sure people know that I'm a good guy mm-hmm. I can't just like let it curtail to a point where it's like now we're now we're a clean business it's like no we're clean now like, well then you're fucked because all you do is make weapons yeah it's a shame that this movie didn't have like the foresight to see how big it's got like it was gonna get um because they like introduce Coulson in this yeah. As, like, uh, well, I'm in the part of the strategic, ha- blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just call a shield. And then, like, a couple years later, they do, like, Peggy Carter, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., where it was around in, like, the yeah. 50s. And then even in uh, <laughs> in uh, Captain Marvel, they do, where it's like, oh, we're, we, yeah, we're S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. We're definitely S.H.I.E.L.D. around <laughs> in the 90s. For sure we are. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. I would like to see, like, the progression. If somebody on YouTube make a video of this. Of, like, the progression of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how it ebbs and flows through the years. Because yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. Because yeah. Peggy Carter seemed like a, kind of like a spy organization. And then at some point it needed to get picked up by the government, you would think, right? Yeah. And then Howard Stark's a part of it. And in, in and Captain in Marvel, 90s, they se- it seems like a really small operation. Yeah, in, in the 90s, they seem like they turned into a strictly paranormal activity. Like, <laughs> they seem like... Like a big, like a bigger budget X Files. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna <laughs> like, say that. Yeah. where they're like, oh, oh, aliens. Well, we need that's our that's our strict business. But that's, <laughs> well, then why are you talking to a guy that has like a big mechanical suit? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what's that gonna help right. you in space? Right. <laughs> <laughs> in, 
in 10 years, you're going to just be talking about this guy about some weird corporate espionage type stuff <laughs> about an iron suit. Oh, by the way, aliens exist. What? <laughs> yeah, P.S. It's not his first rodeo because 10 years ago he fought an alien. <laughs> <laughs> you're the craziest thing i've seen by the way my eyes gone because of an alien cat (laughs) yeah also a cat ate a cosmic cube and barfed it all over my table yeah but only if you stayed long enough to see that (laughs) (laughs) oh my shit neil did you see captain marvel did you end up seeing that one i did okay it's good yeah it's fine it's fine (laughs) It's, I mean, yes, it is good. It's just not, like, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, so, any, I don't know. You got anything else to say about Iron Man? Like, all in all, it's just pretty good. I think I hit most of my points. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think, <laughs> sadly, I think I have more to say about Iron Man 2. <laughs> Iron Man 2's got a lot of talking points. It's got to go. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, this one is just, like, it's so solid. Like, yeah. Uh, it, there's some. There's very few issues with it, um, and really, you can kind of, it, knowing where the universe is now, like, it doesn't matter at this point what, what happened in this one, but, like, it's so awesome just to see, like, this is what started it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the good thing about this movie is its simplicity, where you're literally watching a guy get captured, and then he, watching all the trial and error of his suits, but... Uh, uh, okay, one thing that I do have a problem with in this is that, like, so the 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 thing in his chest is supposed to power a magnet to keep shrapnel out of his heart. Yeah. But then, like, halfway through the movie, they just kind of insinuate that it just powers his heart. <laughs> I always thought that it was weird, too, because it, anytime they take it out, he's just, like, he's looking like, he's dead. Like, he's like, oh, oh. Hurry, hurry, put it in. Where it's like, it's just keeping shrapnel out of your heart. And then even if it does keep shrapnel out of your heart, it's it's not going to get into your heart for like another, like, couple hours. But then every time Maybe. they take it out, every time yeah. they take it out, it's like, oh my God, my heart stopped. Yeah. There's <laughs> that like, one time where Obadiah takes it out of him and it look, he goes like ghastly white. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> like what the hell yeah like it, the, the movie starts out with like this is just a magnet to keep shrapnel out of your heart and then it slowly turns into this powers your heart yeah <laughs> it almost like powers him just in general <laughs> like that doesn't seem like it should work this is a motor for me <laughs> in my chest yeah <clears throat> which is also weird too because like it's it looks like just a tin can in his chest yeah it goes super deep too like and it like, looks like it doesn't even have a heart and, like, what's it connected to? It's connected to electromagnet sometimes buried in the bottom of that can, right? Yeah. And it needs, like, that big of a power source. Why can't he just build a strong magnet to yank the things right out of there right away? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I don't know. Don't you get how it works? Of course not. I mean, and, You're... <laughs> and then, well, we not reviewing it then, but an Iron Man 3 gets, like, the hole covered up, yeah. right? And he just chucks that thing into the ocean. And they take out well, all the they, shrapnel. Well, they have like a yeah, they have like a thing where it's like we have the operation to take it out. Then why aren't you doing it? And then he's like, oh, nah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> really, just do it. Nah, I'll just live in danger with nah, things yeah. in my heart. Yeah, that sounds like a good move. I'm a smart man. Um, I don't know. Oh, for being it, um, its first little outing too. I mean, I just did have like a pretty decent budget for, like a, 
pretty like unknown property at the time. Yeah, I was surprised. I was kind of taken back when he said it was like what, 140 million. Jeez, that's a lot for 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 something that not a lot of people are familiar with. That's yeah. that's a pretty big budget. Cuz before then, Iron Man was like a C-list character. Yeah. Um that's been reported on like a billion times, but it's just still surprising like, oh, they're going to throw 140 million dollars at this? Well, Spider-Man came out before this. How much did they put into Spider-Man? Uh probably quite a bit, but Spider-Man's like a cash cow. True. Where Iron Man was like who is Iron Man? Yeah. I am Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Got nice. It. And I also love the Oh, and they ahead. gave it to John Favreau. Like, yeah. what does he direct before this that was like, we're going to give this to John Favreau? Have you seen Swingers? <laughs> Come on. Beautiful oh, babies. right. Beautiful babies. Uh, I hate Swingers. <laughs> I don't like that movie. Everyone references that as being like a really influential movie, and I can't get into it. Yeah. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. Uh, I think it's, it's probably dumb because movie. of Elf. <laughs> oh yeah elf killed so they gave him <laughs> iron man but i think it was also a passion project to his too and he wanted downey jr so he got him and then it yeah came what this it is. is yeah this is robert downey jr's like like leap back into the the limelight yeah oh, i yeah. think right before this he might have been in like Kiss Kiss Bang yeah, Kiss, Bang. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was like the one thing that he did where it's like, oh, he's back. I'm gonna try acting again and not so much drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I was gonna go on and say like I really thought the CG in this held up too. There's a few points where I'm like, yeah, that's a little, a little dated. It's not as like a, it's not doesn't look like Thanos now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like perfect. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I still think even like the Iron Man suits hold up, and I think that's just a strength that like rendering metal came by very quickly, mm-hmm. and it, it's easy for that to make look nice. Yeah. Whereas like an uh, organic figure is a little bit harder to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, they didn't have to do a lot of that. Good for them. But I thought the Iron Man suit looked really great. Oh, and another strength I wanted to say um, is that I also like in the early movies here, especially this one, where it it takes a lot for him to put the Iron Man suit on. Yeah. Like they're piecing it together on him in chunks. Yeah. Whereas like in Infinity War, it's just it's like, like nanotech. Na- yeah, it's nanobots. Like, it's not, I, I don't find that as impressive yeah. as like him putting uh-huh. on this clunky chunky armor mm-hmm. which actually looks like it could fit on a person yeah like i i right. loved i love the whole scene where it's like the iron man suits getting taken off him while pepper Potts walks in on him where it's like god damn it yeah <laughs> like, this isn't the weirdest thing you've seen yeah <laughs> but like you can see it on his face where it's like this takes for fucking ever to get this fucking suit off me yeah and right. i know that's why they ended up changing it even to the point where like in uh what civil war where he's got an iron man suit built into like a helicopter yeah. And it just builds around, like, his thumb or some shit like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. All that stuff, I feel like, is more far-fetched. Yeah. And I, it just isn't... At, it feels like it should be more interesting. Yeah. But it's not. But even... Uh, I, I'm not... I don't hate shit like that, though, where like, I thought it was cool, like, in Avengers, when he's, like, walking around that halo, and the halo's just, like, taking pieces of the Iron Man suit off him as he's walking down that walkway into, like, his penthouse mm. in the... Uh, in that in that tower, yeah, right. Like, she, like that's kind of it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Fun, funnily enough, that's the stuff that I find more unbelievable than his suit. That he has stuff around his house that takes his suit off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't know. Have you thought about that? Like he had to build those too. 
<laughs> like he builds his houses just to take his suit off for yeah. him. Right. In different spots. You know? <laughs> like just an arm comes out to take off one leg piece, you know? <laughs> like, come on. And you got you gotta imagine like he didn't build that himself. Like he could he probably do it? Yeah. But did he really? Did he just hire like and a whole industrial engineer crew to come in and like make this halo of things. Just take off my Iron Man suit for me. I drew up the specs. Here you go. And it's just like, you think about it too hard and it just breaks the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I think, I think that might've hit all my, all my points. Otherwise I think it's, it's pretty well done. I think the weakest point in acting in this may be Pepper Potts. But even then, I think she's charming. She's not yeah. bad, though. Like, I, I do like how she calls Tony out on his bullshit. Yeah, but she does it better, I think, in s- more movies going forward. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. This one, it seems like she's, like, just literally his assistant. And then the, the next outing, yeah. she's, like, feels like his equal, almost. This movie kind of treats women like shit, too. Like, this is, like, 2008. Yeah, but it, it's, it, like, it shows, like, how misogynistic he is at first. Because even, like, yeah. in the very first, like, casino scene, where, like, all those huge buxom ladies around the table yeah. and everything ask him to blow on his dice. And, like, <laughs> Jesus, you wouldn't see this in a Disney movie. Yeah. Even though in Guardians 2, they visit, a like, a prostitute planet. A hooker yeah. planet, yeah. I forgot about that until just now. Anyway... Go on, Joel. I kind of interrupted you. But no, like, yeah. But, like, the way they treat that reporter, where it's all, oh, like, yeah. they constantly are just bringing up how she just fucked the shit out of Tony Stark. Yeah. Like, love- oh, you made a good spread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, uh, Pepper Potts' line, where it's like, I occasionally also do things like take out the trash. Yeah. By the way, here's the door. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a good-ass line. I <laughs> yeah. wonder if the movie was good. written around that line. <laughs> another character who i think develops really well is happy hogan john Favreau. oh yeah this. so like even in like two three and then in home like spider-man homecoming yeah. he like just becomes something that is amazing like I just a smart ass assistant guy I who i, I love yeah. i can't wait to see him when like far from home when he just starts like macking on aunt may <laughs> <laughs> And I, I like, too, that he only has these, like, little bit roles in all of the all the movies, too. Like, he doesn't have, yeah. like, huge parts or anything. Yeah. He, like, totally is very giving in all of mm-hmm. his stuff. Oh, but, yeah. But, like, anything that he's in, I yeah. love watching him. Like, there's, there's a part in Iron Man 2 I'll bring up on Monday where it's, like, I I just love it. Where it's, like, <laughs> he's, he's spending so much time on this one guy. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, like, Black Widow's just, like laying waste to the entire <laughs> building of people and he's like i got this one guy <laughs> looks and a guy's just being hung oh god <laughs> anyway, monday we'll get, we'll get we're talking it. about that on monday good lord paramount baby paramount, paramount. uh so anyway anything else to add into iron man before we give our final scores i i can't think of too much more okay all right well the one thing that i only have one little bit to add and it's one of my for some reason, like, one of the funniest moments in this movie to me is when Obadiah Stane offers him that pizza, and then he's like, okay, you don't want the pizza. And then he closes up, he's like, oh, do you want the pizza? I don't know. For some reason, I found that part extremely funny to me. <laughs> well, also, we, we didn't even talk about the thing we've been making fun of before this, where... <laughs> Where Obadiah Stane is talking, is yelling at the scientists that have the arc reactor, where it's like, Tony Stark, 
built this in a cave <laughs> with a box of scraps. <laughs> It's my favorite thing of the movie. It's I literally I the look, best line. I it's my favorite it. thing of the MCU. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I like tweeted that from the review of you account, and it's got a lot of traction right oh, away. I know he had like almost like five hundred views. <laughs> like how many? How did people watch this that many times? It's such a good part of the movie, <laughs> and I best part of Iron Man. Prove me wrong. And then nobody could. Yeah, people replied just to say oh. no. <laughs> there were, so people good. were shacking on you. They whispered no. Uh, but yeah, Iron Man, super awesome addition mm-hmm. and beginning to the whole Marvel Be- Cinematic Yeah, universe. beginning nonetheless. Um, so my grade, solid A. I, I think it's great. It's It ranks up there with one of the best ones. Do I think it is the best one? No, but it's top tier for sure. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll I'll give it a solid A. I feel like, especially in terms of the MCU, even if this movie was made not having the MCU in mind, I think it's it's an awesome beginning because Iron Man, I think, is the best character you can introduce without diving into all of the magic stuff you're going to in in later editions. And, like, uh, like, yeah, like, I feel like like thinking back to it, I think the MCU did a really good job of building up to the universe they have now where it's like you're getting to seemingly normal people that are doing extraordinary things up to just pure magic beings. <laughs> and they've done it so to gradually. a point that yeah, they've done it so gradually to where it's like, it's not weird that I'm, I'm emotionally invested in, in a talking raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's the, 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 the real genius of, of the MCU right now is that they did find a way to gradually build up to this point where you have all of these super weird characters that are invest in these weird storylines that you're invested in to the point where you're like, I, I'm I'm involved. I'm I'm a hundred percent into whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Neil, I would. Let's just make it unanimous. A's all around. Oh. Solid A's all around. Oh, right? someone called Triple A because I got a fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got a Triple A yeah. title right here with <laughs> Iron Man. Awesome. Hell yeah. I'll write that down. A times three. I've been trying to remember to write down what we grade them. Because I always forget. And I did apply for us to be reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I think I have to remember the grades in order to get, like, a certain grade in order to go into the aggregate. There you go. Draw it up. Um, So I'm writing them down. Anyway, I haven't heard back from Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Don't don't give up hope, Troy. That's right. So AMC shot me down. But will Rotten Tomatoes? Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll see. Uh... Neil, is there anything else you've been into this last week besides cramming Iron Man into your schedule? <laughs> On very short notice. Um, <laughs> easy. Uh, easy. <laughs> uh, so, um, I've been into replaying some uh, really good AAA games and such. Uh, so, I just recently jumped into the most recent God of War game for PS4, beat it once, and now I'm up to playing it again. So, that is what I've been up to. Oh, oh and also, this sweet game 
called Jurassic Park Evolution, which is like Roller Coaster Tycoon, but with oh, Jurassic Park. I've heard about it's, that, yeah. It's so fun and addicting. If you're into any of those, like, tycoon games and dinosaurs, like, do it. You're, yeah. You owe it to yourself. Because, like, dinosaurs can, like, break out of their exhibits and just, like, kill pedestrians, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they, they have stats on saying how many people they've killed, how many people they've times they've broken out, how many times you've had to sedate them and put them back in their cages. It's it's very frustrating. Do you just, <laughs> but, do you just have to, like, put your head down and be like, I'm sorry, i got to put you down, Velociraptor. They're, they're the ones that are the worst. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're so bad. They're temperamental pieces of shit is what they are. <laughs> But yeah, though I've been just mostly playing those games, um, and that's really about it. That's what I've been up to. Right on. Sweet deal. Right um, JT, anything else? Uh, uh, I watched the movie Creed 2. Yeah? Uh, based off of the, the sequel to Creed, uh-huh. of course. Uh, Spin off to the Rocky franchise, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, like I was, I was hot and cold on it. I really liked the the Drago storyline they do in this because they they insinuate that uh, Ivan Drago, after he lost to Rocky, just totally was shunned by Russia, and his wife divorced him, and he was mm. like he had to move to to, to the Ukraine and kind of live in ex- exile, but he still had a son, and like he he's kind of like living his uh. Like, living, like, his whole uh, failure through his son, like, training the fuck out of him to become the best boxer ever so he could have an in to get back into Russia. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, their storyline is super fucking interesting. Like, I, I almost wish this, this was a fucking Drago movie. Because every time they go back to them, it's so fascinating where, like, the son is so, like, torn on, like, should I even try and win back the favor of the people that have over that have abandoned me and the dad is like dude we have nothing left if we don't get back in with russia <laughs> we're fucked in this gross fucking apartment in ukraine <laughs> we're we 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 have a shit life from now on if we don't win if we don't win this fucking world title mm. and then but then they get into uh adonis creed's story and he's just i just don't like him in this like, he's hmm. such a fucking whiny bitch in this movie. Hmm. Like, every time he's like, I'm going to fight, I'm going to fight Victor Creed. And they're like, you probably shouldn't because he's like <laughs> a foot taller than you. Mm-hmm. And he's super fucking built and he's going to beat the fuck out of you. And then he's like, oh, you, you, you don't believe in me? Oh, you don't believe me? Whatever, man. I don't, fuck you, man. I never. I, I, I never. Yeah, never. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm out of here. Whatever. Or it's like, the whole fucking, mo- like, the whole, like, first hour of that is just, him coming in contact with someone that tells him that he should at least think about it, and then he's like, "No, fuck you! I never." Yeah, you don't believe you don't believe in me. You don't believe me that I'm gone, and or it's like, man, you just seem like a whiny bitch. This whole movie, hmm. like, do they spend a lot of time with the Dragos? Not, no, not a, not a lot. Hmm. Where it's like the the small scenes they do they do have them in. It's like I'm invested. Like they even bring back Brigitte Nielsen, mm-hmm. who was like the the trainer of Ivan Drago in mm-hmm. the in Rocky Four. Where it's like, oh shit, like she's back and she's like 
trying to insinuate that they need to win this to come back hmm. because it's like he's Ivan she she's Ivan Drago's ex-wife where it's like I could literally go back to the love of my life if my son wins this match hmm. where it gets to a point where it's like like Ivan Drago in this movie is such a fucking pathetic piece of shit where you almost kind of root for his his son to win mm-hmm. because it's like man he has nothing left to go to if his son loses this he's gonna live the worst life possible if his son loses this match Dang. and meanwhile you're going back to adonis where he's like i'm the champion why does no one respect me why does no one think i can do this <laughs> it's like god he's such a whiny bitch as opposed to like Ivan Drago has actual stakes in this, where you're like, man, this this movie is like, kind of making me feel like the and like the villain should win. <laughs> Freaking Thanos's ass. Yeah, but I mean, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird, but like, uh, but like Stallone as Rocky in this is awesome as as always. Like, I I love him in this. Like, man, I just I just wish they would have found a way to make. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as Adonis Creed a little more charming because it's like he he comes off so whiny throughout the whole movie where it's like by the time they get to the last fight you're like man I kind of don't <laughs> want you to win <laughs> oh god so it, it's weird hmm. but hmm. I mean it, it I mean it, it's if you're if you're invested in in the series altogether I would definitely check out Creed two but. Yeah, I, I I was kind of like up in the air about who I wanted to win the actual last fight. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. I don't think I've heard that take yet. But I wasn't. I'm not like super interested in the Rocky franchise. Yeah. Like even the first one that people say like, yeah, it's a great movie. I'm like, yeah, it probably is. I'm just not. I can never get into it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I know you you saw the Rocky Balboa, right? Yeah. Well, they 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 do introduce uh, Rocky's son in this too. Okay, like he show he has like a like a brief cameo in it. Okay, okay, but oh, um, okay, okay. But yeah, no, it it, it it's fun to watch. Okay. I I I like the whole Creed series as it goes along. It's just in this, I was like, man, shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I've also been invested in uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've been playing a little bit of that. Uh, I'm, I'm liking it so far, but you know what? I'm, I'm still kind of partial to 10. I think 10's a little better than this. Okay. 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 What do you like, think that edges out uh, 10? I, I don't know. I think they're... I feel like uh, NetherRealm's getting really invested in their whole, uh, like adding things to characters to make them fit these certain scenarios when you're trying to like fight these like when you're uh working these uh towers and stuff mm-hmm. where it's like some of those towers are fucking really hard mm. and it's like well you need to add these certain uh like things that you win throughout to your characters to make them better to fight in these towers where you're like I just want to fucking play the game, man. I have, yeah. I'm not like I'm not like a super RPG guy where it's like, oh yeah, I need to add like the tooth of Shao Kahn <laughs> in order to have like 10% better attack to win this tower. I'm like, I just 
I just want to wear a really cool vest as Johnny Cage and win this tower. <laughs> That's I actually watched a whole video on the RPG elements on this game, and I was like, really? They added that to a Mortal Kombat game? Yeah. I thought it was really, it's really, really in-depth is what I've heard, and it's very, very grindy. So, like, yeah. if you want, like, all the best stuff, you really, really have to work for it. And that just doesn't sound like, maybe for, like, the really hardcore, like, MK fans, but... Man, not for me. Like, I'll just watch the fatalities on YouTube or yeah. something like that. It, it's still fun to play. Like, I, I, I'll just play it just for the sake of playing because I love just, like, going in and then, like, oh, yeah, fatality, motherfucker, and then going through. And then I, I'm also a big fan of, like, going through, like, the crypt and, like, unlocking other fatalities and other other costumes and shit. So I'll, I'll keep doing that. But I don't know. I think feel like Ten had a really better grasp on, like, like a really fun Mortal Kombat game where it's like they gave you the the DLCs that you'd really want and they gave you just like the fatalities you want to see and it, it was s simple enough where you didn't have to feel like you had to really work to get to a point where you're like, yeah, I'm really good at this game. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I would enjoy all those RPG elements either because like I'm – you know, I only can play so much as it is. Oh, yeah. No. So, like, I I would only be into it for, like, the story mode. And then, yeah. like, maybe, like, a classic tower. But, like, do they have, like, just a classic tower? Yeah, they have, they have classic towers and stuff. Okay. But I try and do the living ones because then that's where you can get a lot of the, uh, the, the stuff where you can, like, add it to your character. But then it's like, well, then, I don't know, this is not as fun. I, I'm... I'm waiting to get into the story because i want to get into the story when i have a lot of time on my hands yeah and so i got i do want to see how the story turns out because i feel like i when i played the story on mortal kombat 10 it was it was super convoluted like mortal kombat is yeah. but i was like I, I was still invested enough to see where it goes from there cool so you're enjoying it so far though 11 yeah no i okay i love mortal kombat i Same. love just ripping people's guts out <laughs> oh yeah very good <laughs> I was I was playing a Shao Kahn earlier today, and his fatality is he takes his hammer, and he hammers he legit hammers someone's head through their ass. Yeah, it's incredible. I it is fantastic. It. I love it. My uh, favorite one is that I've seen personally, and it's probably one of my favorite ones I've seen ever. Is Noob Cybots in this, where he like he like cuts their guts open, and then he like puts his hand in them. And then, like, makes, like, an ectoplasm version of himself in him. And then you can see his hands popping out of his mouth and breaking his head in half. And then he, like, <laughs> rips out of his body. Like, it's... You have to watch it to kind of understand what I'm saying. But it's the most gruesome, awesome thing I've ever seen in my life. I've, se I I've seen that one on YouTube. It's pretty great. It's uh, like a whole, like, here's Johnny coming out of the yeah. guy's yeah. mouth. Oh, yeah. Cassie Cage does a here's Johnny where she punches out a person's heart and then she sticks her hands through the sides of the person and then makes the emoji heart with her hands where the heart was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, dude, it's, yeah. I, I love, I, I still love Mortal Kombat. Even, even if it is kind of more convoluted as fuck as opposed to 10, I still fucking love it. I saw another one of Johnny Cage's where he, like, rips a guy in half and then plays him like a marionette dummy. Oh, like, yeah. sticks their hand up his guts and, like, talks with their head. I'm like, Jesus, that's so fucking gross. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Um, 
I haven't really been into much. Um, and continuing my fishing stories. Uh, Auto Dead Dead Two. Um, I only have a few more fish to get. I didn't get to play a whole lot this last weekend. That's oh about the only boy. time I can dive in. Look out! Otherwise, I'm diving in uh, back into Saga of the Swamp thing, which I brought up earlier. Yeah. By Alan Moore. Uh, it's pretty good. We'll be reading that for Imperious Rex throughout the summer uh, into the fall. So you get a whole Swamp Thing spring fling going on starting uh, this at the end of the month, at the 30th. We're doing a live stream of the first book. So Ooh. check us out then if you're into the Swamp Thing. Ooh. But that's it. That's Ooh. all I've been into this last week. Right on. So, JT, if people want to get into your thing, where could they do that? Get on my thing at BuckyFerron <laughs> on Twitter. Also, BuckyFerron on Instagram. BuckyFerron on Snapchat. Troy. Neil. Neil, also. <laughs> hey, you can find me on Twitter at Dino Neil Man. You can also find my separate podcast, Credits Due, uh, on Twitter at Credits Due Pod, where we talk about a one specific actor per season. Check I it find- out. I fucking love your guys' podcast. Thank you. It's a yeah. it's like it's a great idea. Yeah. Um I've been enjoying this Julianne Moore uh season because there's a lot of ups and downs in this. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, is there ever? Uh also shout out to Ben because I feel like he's the wild card of your podcast. Most likely, yes. Yeah. Well he he will have the most outlandish opinions. But then he'll just be like, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was pretty accurate. incredible. <laughs> that was pretty incredible. <laughs> like, there's so many times with this, this is just a long pause in your podcast, and you'll just be like, that was awesome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a real treat. Uh, I love the. Like, I, I listen just for. Like, Tyler, I feel like is close to my opinion in most things. But then Ben just, like, chimes in and he's like, yeah, guys, that was nuts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got some weird takes. I love it. I love it. Um, I feel like you guys, you, you three complement each other pretty well. Thank uh, you. Yes, for sure. So your last episode for the Julianne Moore season was next, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, that is an awful movie. Spoiler yeah. alert. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. Listen. That's a Nick Cage vehicle. So be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, What's the next episode? What are you talking about? Uh, we just recorded our last one on A Single Man, which is a artsy movie with uh, Colin Firth as the main character, really. But that one's actually pretty good. But we get into a real kind of rant on it's the only way you can watch it is through Showtime. So we all had to get a subscription, (laughs) either free or whatnot, to Showtime. And we really uh, broke its balls there at the beginning of that episode. (laughs) Can't wait to hear it. Also, uh, I want to bring up uh, my girlfriend Molly really loves the movie Evolution. <laughs> oh no! So, I hope she yeah. hasn't listened to our episode. <laughs> uh, she hasn't, but yeah, I remember listening to you guys' episode Evolution, and I was like, God, I wanted to just bring all this shit up to her. <laughs> I love her to that... death, but she has some weird taste in movies sometimes. <laughs> well, I'll say that head and shoulders out of a movie is oh, garbage. <laughs> 
I well, I bring up Troy all the time that I want to bring her on because she loves the movie Sucker Punch for some reason. So I want oh. to bring her on just so we can be like, why do you like this? <laughs> just to have an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, well, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Oh, you're still in. I forgot we're still in. <laughs> you can find us, uh, both me and JT, at Review Review Pod on Twitter. All of our new episodes uploaded onto Facebook as well. Uh, and our hosting site, ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. If you don't want to listen to us there, though, we are on a multitude of other things such as Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And if you listen to us on the latter, why don't you rate and review us there? Because a good review helps other people find the show. True also that. forgot again to look up the reviews I was, on oh my God. iTunes. I was at work and I was like... Should I message Troy and tell him to make sure he looks at those Apple reviews? <laughs> but then I was like, ah, maybe he he should remember because he kept talking about how he was going to look him up. I completely forgot about right. it. Well, Next I'll, time you remember, I'll remind I'll me. I'll message you so make, we make it a big thing for our big Endgame review. <laughs> Sounds great. Where we end ourselves with horrible reviews from Apple Podcasts. Because I don't know if we have very many, but I know... Uh, my brother Corey was on there and he was going to give us a review and he's like, I just ran into another review of your show. It's funny. <laughs> I'm like, great, great. Uh, well, pull it up before Monday. I'll try. I'll try. Um, so, uh, that's going to be, Oh, if you want to write into the show, you can do so at review review pod at gmail.com too. There that's, you go. there you go. That's all the plugs. Monday. Go. We got Iron Man two coming up. Iron Man two with, Neil is going to be in there as well. Neil's coming back. He's coming Ew. back. <laughs> and uh, that'll be a then good time. We're going to have a, a special early show mm -hmm. for uh, early Tuesday. We're going to have Avengers Endgame. That's right. We're doing an unprecedented, unprecedented Monday night recording. Yes. So we're going to get it out there. We're going to we're going to get ahead of the pack. <laughs> that's right even though reviews are out now reviews we're gonna are be out, out there now we're gonna soon. be out there when people have seen it <laughs> we want to make sure people know that we saw it that's right as early as possible that's right and as early as we could record as possible yeah <laughs> mainly because troy's gone on vacation yes <laughs> and neil and neil <laughs> Uh, but, uh, also check Neil back on, we got a slew of Neil coming on. He'll be back for our end game review yeah, as well. Yeah, he will be back for our end game review. Uh, it is if he sees it on time, so. Yeah, if we see it on time. Yep. Yeah. Five feet to the coals on that one, so. There you go. Check that out. But that's what we got coming down the pipe line. Yeah. Hopefully lots of Neil. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more Neil yeah. showing up. Uh, it'll yeah. be a good time. Feel like, oh, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like we got to message uh, Ben and Tyler and be like, is it okay if we take this guy a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not under contract or shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're going oh, to sign you exclusively and then just like, <laughs> we're going to take you out from under them. Yeah. I'll just have you sign random papers as you walk in. <laughs> You're like, oh, sorry, you signed this. It's, Whoops. It's legal binding. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's the show for this week, so join us for our Iron Man 2 review, and then Endgame. But until then, I've been Short of the Max Extreme. I am GT3K. And... And for Dinosaur Neil. Dinosaur Neil. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, uh, I didn't want to interrupt the end of your show. We, I'm Dinosaur Neil. <laughs> oh, Great. good. Great. We will uh, talk to you next time. Uh, so we're off. We're off. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. You botched up the whole ending, Neil. I, you threw God me off damn. my end game. <laughs> Fuck you, Neil. We're Avengers end game. End game. <laughs> we're in the end game now. Oh, yeah, we're off.